Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff. Today, I'm going to be answering a listener's question. So one of my Blue Belt students, who's a podcast listener, asked me a question last week. He asked, what happens to my Blue Belt if I move to another area? Do Blue Belts transfer from school to school? How much longer will it take me to get my Purple Belt? What's this process like? This is a great question. Because look, most of us aren't going to go from white to black belt under the same instructor. Due to various life reasons, people have to move. And some people move every couple of years. This is tricky to answer as well because look, there isn't a set standard. There's not a rule that states how a school is supposed to handle an incoming student. I'll start by talking about gi schools. So if you train at Gracie Baja and you're a blue, purple, brown, or black belt, and you move to a new area and you start going to another gi school, your belt will be recognized. There's very, very, very few cases of somebody getting demoted. Very few. So I'm not going to count those because, again, it's just unrealistic. It's less than 0.1% of the time or 0.001% of the time. So if you're going from Gracie Baja and you're a purple belt and you move to an area and you start going to an alliance school, they will recognize your purple belt. I mean, as long as you went to a legit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school under a legit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor, your rank will be verified and you'll be allowed to wear it and you'll be recognized as that rank. Now, if you're a 10th planet guy, so you're a no-gi 10th planet guy, your blue, purple, brown, and black belt will be recognized if you move to a new area and you start going to another 10th planet school. If you go to 10th planet Decatur, and you move to, we'll say, Austin, your purple belt will be recognized at 10th Planet Austin. Now, when you start going from gi to no gi, it gets a little more complicated. I've known multiple guys that went from no gi 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu. They went to another school. They decided to move or they decided to start training in the gi, and they decided to start over a white belt. They talked to the instructor, and they decided to start over. Now, in many cases, especially in 2020, most gi schools will recognize 10th planet ranks. If you're a blue belt, they'll let you and they'll recognize you as a blue belt at Gracie Baja or Alliance. There are still so few 10th planet black belts that I've only heard of one or two cases of guys making the switch at that belt. And both cases I know of 10th Planet Black Belts going to the Gi started back at White Belt. And they just got, they got each rank. So you think Joe Rogan, he got his Black Belt awarded separately by Jean-Jacques Machado. There was also another guy that switched. I believe he joined the Hiberios Association. And he was one of Eddie's first Black Belts. And he decided, again, to go the Gi route. And he started back at White Belt. And it took him a couple of years to get his Gi Black Belt. So again, that is also part of the standard I should say is that look like if you're a black belt in 10th planet and you decide to move and you decide to start training the gi because that's the best training available you might start back over now you'll also be promoted much quicker because in both those cases those guys got promoted I think faster than they normally would have if they had zero grappling experience I mean I know in both cases that's the case I will say the couple of places that I've trained in the gi have allowed me to wear whatever belt I am in 10th planet. And this has been a few years. As 10th planet gets more and more respect, I just imagine that most places would allow me to wear my black belt. But honestly, I'd have no problem if they were like, hey, you know, do you mind wearing a white belt? 
Like, you're not a gi black belt. I mean, I'd be a little offended, but I wouldn't have any problem with that. I see what they're saying. I don't know how to do collar chokes. Like, if somebody asked me to help or if somebody had trouble with a bow and arrow setup, I wouldn't know how to answer that. I would have to defer to a blue belt. (laughs) So I wouldn't have any problem restarting back over and just kind of learning the nuances in the gi, learning how to grip break, learning, you know, all the lapel guards and the lapel chokes. But... For the most part, going from no gi to gi, your belt rank is going to transfer. Going from gi to no gi also is a little complex. So if a guy shows up to 10th Planet Decatur and he's a blue belt under Gracie Baja, we recognize his blue belt. As long as we verify you went to a legit school and you got ranked by a legit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor, you're a blue belt. You're a purple belt, you're a brown belt, but you're not a 10th planet black belt. So black belts do not transfer from gi to no gi 10th planet style. For a couple of years, gi guys really hated that Vinny Magalesh, who's an ADCC champion, I believe a world champion, he decided to start training under Eddie and Eddie made him go back to brown belt. So he was a brown belt in 10th Planet, and he still was recognized as a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So don't hear me wrong. Like, if you show up and you're a black belt and you decide, hey, I want to start training under you guys at 10th Planet Decatur. I want to become a student, and I want to start learning from you guys. We will recognize you as a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, but you will not be a 10th Planet black belt. Okay? Minor distinction, but it's very important. But yeah, a lot of guys in the gi hated that Vinny Magalesh went to 10th Planet and he had to go back at brown or he had to go back to brown belt. Now, it took him a couple of years. He had to really learn the system to get that black belt. And that's what it is, man. Eddie like had nothing to do with Vinny's skill. I mean, Vinny was and maybe still is the best guy in 10th Planet. I mean, he was a ADCC champion and he beat Gordon Ryan. He's one of the few guys to beat Gordon Ryan at black belt. But Eddie wanted to make sure that he knew the system, that he knew the rubber guard. He could teach it. He knew the lockdown. He could teach it. He knew the truck, and he could teach it. Now those same standards are held to every black belt incoming. It's like, no, 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 you're a brown belt. We just want to make sure we want you to learn the system. We want you to be able to perform it. It doesn't have to become your A game. You guys have already heard my 10th Planet Black Belt myth episode. You don't have to be a rubber guard assassin. But you should be able to move through the paths. You should be able to move through the truck path, the lockdown path. You also need to be able to know the warm-ups, be able to perform them, be able to show them to your students. Every guy that I know that's gone from gi to no gi and they've become 10th Planet Black Belts, there's only been a couple, but it's taken them a couple of years. Like It wasn't like they just studied for six months and then Eddie gave them their black belt. Like, no, it took him a couple of years, two to three years. Eddie's big into loyalty, huge into loyalty. And so he, want to make sh- he wants to make sure that, look, you're actually part, like you want to become a part of 10th Planet. You want to become part of the family. Eddie cares more about the family than even your grappling skill. Like if somebody's going to be disloyal or just they want their black belt and they're just going to leave and they're going to take that knowledge and just leave, like he doesn't want them. He wants somebody that's going to be down for the cause. And so 10th Planet's a very, very tight-knit group. And look, you got to earn that loyalty. You got to earn the trust from Eddie or whoever your black belt promoting instructor will be. I think of all the belt ranking like transfer going from school to school, black belt's the most tricky. I mean, pretty much at this point, I want to say universally a blue belt transfers from gi to no gi. 
I haven't heard of any cases unless the student was like, hey, look, I trained, you know, in the gi and I want to start over. I want to earn my 10th plan. We've had a couple of guys. They come, the skill level's a little bit higher than their old place, and they feel insecure because they're getting beat by white belts and slaughtered by blue belts, and they're wanting to start back at white belt. Now, we've always been like, look, dude, stop being ridiculous. Like, look, you're a blue belt. You got it from a legit instructor. You're a blue belt. But I understand where those guys are coming from, and I understand why they'd want to start back at white belt. In most of the cases of guys transferring to other schools and starting back at white belt or starting at a lower belt, it was something that they felt convicted on the inside that they weren't the current belt they were. Like, oh, man, my instructor gave me a purple belt. I didn't feel like I was ready for it. I moved to a new area, and I'm getting slaughtered by the blue belts there. I just want to start over. And I know that some instructors will, look, if you don't feel like this belt and you want to start over under me, that's fine. But, and look, 99% of cases, or probably even, 90, I'd say 95% of cases, your belt rank will transfer. The scene has changed a lot, though. I mean, 10th Planet has just gotten so much more respect, and rightfully so. I mean, four, John Blank, just one fight to wins, 185-pound title, the Nogi title, and just dominated the Nogi world champion, Manuel Hibamar. I mean, dominated him, beat him, tapped him in three minutes with a slick honey hole setup. And with wins like that, guys going out there and really performing and doing well with the Gi practitioners, it just makes guys go, look, you're not going to recognize a 10th Planet Purple Belt. Like, John Blank just beat one of the best guys in the world, one of the best grapplers in the world. And I'm a big Hebamar fan. I think he's awesome. But John, John uh, Thor Blank smoked him. Five years ago, especially 10 years ago, there really wasn't uh, a, a transfer really wouldn't have been accepted. But... As of 2020, again, don't, don't fret over this. Your belt rank will, in almost every situation, transfer. Now, the next question, how much longer will it take me to get my purple belt or my next belt level? Now, this is a very tricky question. But most schools, if I'm being honest, I'll tell you how we do it here at 10th Planet Decatur because, again, we've had a lot of guys moving in, a lot of guys even just moving for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, just moving to 10th Planet Decatur so they can train under us. And this is how we deal with it. Just as I said Eddie did with Vinny Magalesh or with any guy coming in, it's all about loyalty. So no matter how good you are, we've had a couple of guys, especially with MMA and wrestling experience that came in as white belts that were Blue belts day one. Blue belt skill level. They had done submission grappling. They knew guard. They had sweeps. And they had multiple fights. I mean, couple of guys that came in that I would have given a blue belt purely based on skill on day one. Now, those guys, it took them a year to get their blue belts. Because you never want to give a guy a belt and he just leaves. You want to make sure he's, again, going to be loyal. He's going to be down for the cause. He's not just a gym hopper looking to get promoted, and after he gets promoted, he's going to go back to his other gym or he's going to flake out. You want a commitment. I mean, you guys know how I feel about the student-teacher relationship. I think it's a sacred thing. I think it's a thing or a relationship that is very special and that there needs to be trust. There needs to be communication. And if you're getting a belt rank from somebody, I think there needs to be a relationship. That relationship needs to be in place. It's not, again, about skill level. Skill level is a very important part, but there are a couple of other factors, a couple of other very important factors that sometimes people forget about. And so that's all that is, is like, look, if you move into a new place and look, you'd been a purple belt for two years or for three years, 
you had just won some big tournament, you're like a killer. It's still probably going to take you a year plus to get your next belt. Probably so. I mean, most of the cases I know, even if it's just life decisions, like you didn't leave on a bad note. So, oh, you didn't just go from a local gym to another local gym because you had a falling out with your instructor. I'm talking about, look, you got a new job. Nothing bad happened with your old instructor. In fact, your old instructor was thinking about promoting you in a couple of months. But look, you had to move for a new job. When you go and you move to the new area and you find a new gym, you are not going to get your purple belt or your blue, purple, brown belt or black belt from that new instructor and the same timeline. So if your instructor was going to promote you within a couple of months, it's going to be a year, probably a couple of more years because that guy's going to have a different, maybe he has a different standard. Maybe he wants to see more of you. Maybe he doesn't think you're quite at the potential, you know, your brown belt potential. He sees more in you than your old instructor did. Or he just might go, look, I don't promote anybody that I haven't met or seen or known for two years or more. I would personally say myself, if I was looking to promote a student, I would want for a blue belt. So you move in, you're a really talented white belt. You've been training for a year or two already, came in, you're competing really well, tapping all the white belts and doing really good and tapping some blue belts here. It would take me a minimum six months before I promoted you to blue belt. I'd say purple belt, a year, brown, a year and a half, and black, two plus years. No matter how good you were at brown belt, it would take me two years to go, okay, this guy's going to be a black belt under me. Because getting a black belt or giving a black belt to somebody is you talk about a special relationship. I mean, you will pretty much always be tied to that person. And so you want to make sure that guy's got good character. Like anybody can be on their best behavior for a couple of months. Like I want to make sure over the course of a couple of years that you're going to be somebody that I'm proud of. Like to say, hey, that guy represents me. That guy represents my jujitsu. And that guy represents my character. And so same thing. A brown belt is, look, it's just a deeper relationship. It's more special than a blue belt. And so it's going to take a little bit longer. I'm going to need to get you, I'm going to get to need to know you longer than I would, hey, look, the blue belt special to me too, but after you know six months, I'd go okay. That, that, I'll give that guy a blue belt, but I would never do that with a brown or black belt. If I'm being honest, look, some of the guys that I know that have taken them 15, 20 years to get their black belts, it's been for a couple of reasons. One is maybe just the distance, like they wanted to get their black belt from Hinzo Gracie, or you know just any of the Gracies, or somebody that lived even Eddie Bravo, somebody that lived far away, and they just didn't have access to them very much. And so the best they could do was a week trip once a year. And that instructor, whoever it was, decided like, look, I wasn't seeing them enough. And so it's going to take them longer compared to a guy that's in the room every day. But some of the other guys, it's because they have moved around gyms. They've went from gym to gym to gym, and they've been held at belts for much longer. I know multiple guys stuck at Brown Belt or that have been stuck at Brown Belt because they've moved to gym, moved from gym to gym for various reasons. As I said, maybe it's life reasons. Maybe it's, hey, me and my instructor got in an argument or we just had a falling out and I don't want to get, like, he's not going to rank me and I don't want to get my black belt from him anymore. And so if the belts mean a lot to you, like, look, the more you move and the more you jump from place to place, like, you know, 10 years is on average. But I'd say guys that move gyms multiple times, the average black belt's probably 12 to 14 years probably more like closer to 14 or 15 years. 
Uh, no, I, I would take that back. I, I would say more 12 to 13 years. So, yeah, you're adding a couple of extra years every, every time you move schools, you know, especially if you're moving schools multiple times. Some guys get lucky. Like, it's funny. They've been at a place, and, look, they're getting ready to move, whether it's Army commitments or, you know, they got a new job, whatever. Got to move back home because the, their mom or dad's sick and they've got to take care of them, whatever it is. And they're just up for promotion anyways. And so they get promoted and then they move to a new place as a brand new purple belt or a brand new blue, purple, brown, what it doesn't matter. And they're basically starting over. So they go to the new school and it's like, oh, so that year, two years it would take to build a relationship doesn't really matter because they just got promoted and they wouldn't be promoted by their old instructor for a couple of years anyways. I've known that like, oh man, so-and-so, I was gonna, I was gonna promote him maybe six months. He's been here a couple of years. Probably gonna promote him in six months, but I just found out he's moving. I'm gonna promote him because he deserves it. And I want him to get his blue belt or whatever rank from me. And so that's pretty common as well. So when I moved to 10th Planet Decatur, I had been training for 10 months. And honestly, I I did pretty good. Like I was doing pretty good at the time. I was training four or five times a week. You know, I'm a 20 year old athletic guy. And I honestly, (laughs) I honestly thought I was blue belt after a couple of weeks. Like I thought Brandon should have given me a blue belt. Like I went, I won my first tournament. I actually won an intermediate division. So I entered, you guys have probably heard that story. I've told it on the podcast, but I entered a beginner division. I've been training just underneath the year, but I entered a beginner division. They didn't have quite enough people. So they bumped us up to the intermediate. So it was beginner and intermediates together. And I ended up winning. I got a couple submissions that day. I think I was on the mat for less than like four minutes. I got uh, two submissions, both guillotines dominated. And I thought after that tournament, I was going to get promoted, but it took me much longer than that. And Brandon told me it was because, look, you had just moved in. Like I had won a couple of tournaments and I didn't get my blue belt. And Brandon told me, he was like, look, it was because I didn't know you. I didn't have a relationship with you. I didn't want to just give you a blue belt and then you run off. You know, you go join another gym. I wanted to make sure that you were going to be, you know, look, loyal. And that again, I was at least going to get a relationship and you weren't going to be somebody that just flee, you know, because you got a belt. So that's my story with it and then obviously I stayed and I got my purple brown and black from Brandon now a black belt it's funny I'll kind of end the podcast with saying this like when you're a black belt you're kind of like above the rules per se like if I move to a new city and I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, I'm a 10th planet black belt so I could start my own school like if I went to a gym and some dude like looked down on me and was like, look, you're going to start a white belt because 10th planet sucks. And, you know, uh, you're not a real grappler. I, I obviously I wouldn't train there, but I would have the ability to either start my own gym or even start my own club. Like I've known tons of guys, uh, especially multiple 10th planet guys. When they move, they just start a new school because they feel like that's the best option for them and for their training. Now, if I moved, I don't know if I'd start a school. I probably want to start off by joining a gym and then training there. But yeah, I kind of have different options. You know, I can start my own school and people would come train with me. But if you're a blue belt, you don't have that same option. So if somebody treats you and disrespects you because, you know, you're a gi guy going to a no-gi school and they say you suck because, you know, your instructor didn't teach you heel hooks. Like, dude, you don't want to train there. But you don't really have a lot of options if that's the only, that's the only place to train. 
Same thing. If you're a blue belt no-gi, 10th planet guy, going to a gi school and they make fun of you and they say Eddie Bravo sucks and that, oh, you play rubber guard, that doesn't work. Like, look, you don't want to train there either. Nobody wants to train at a place that disrespects them and disrespects the gym they came from. But you don't really have a lot of options. And so there's a lot of guys kind of stuck in bad situations because they moved and by luck of the draw, they got a crappy draw and they got a couple of schools that they don't even want to train at, but they just don't have any other options. So that's what I'll say. You know, once you get your black belt, again, you, you kind of don't have to follow the rules anymore. You know, you're kind of above the rules a little bit, and you can start your school at any point. You're not happy, go start your school, and people should come train with you because you are an expert or seen as an expert in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Hope that helps, guys. I thought, again, it was a great question. I've got a couple of other Listener questions I'm going to be answering over the next week or two. Keep them coming. I really love getting questions. I love it. I appreciate all the support, guys. You guys know how much you mean to me. Podcast is killing it. It's been growing like crazy. I just looked at the numbers this morning. I mean, it's been downloaded in like over 60 countries now. Um, I'm almost at 30,000 downloads. So, man, just blown away by it all. Until next time, guys. Love you. Peace.